Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning back in to the newest episode of Becoming a PA Physician Assistant. Today, I am looking back on my first semester of PA school as I have just completed my 12th week and it's time to celebrate finishing my first semester of PA school. So I'm going to look back, give you guys some advice, and let you know how things ended up. Stay tuned. All right, guys. So I did it. I finished my first semester of PA school. 12 weeks of pure grind time is officially complete. I could not be more excited and honestly more proud of myself. This was definitely a challenging 12 weeks to say the least, but obviously very worth it. And I'm clearly looking forward to these next two weeks off. We do get a two week break in between our summer semester and our fall semester so it's very short only two weeks unfortunately but honestly at this point I will take whatever breaks I can get and uh, today is on I think day already oh my gosh already day three of my two-week break so it's going by fast unfortunately but I'm trying to soak it up make the most of it And my brain is still getting adjusted to not having to study for anything because genuinely every day during the 12 weeks, there was always some test to be studying for. And so (laughs) my brain is still adjusting to the fact that, oh, it is okay to watch Netflix now. Like it's not going to adversely affect any grades of mine. So yeah, the two weeks I just plan to take a break, a mental break, maybe review some of the things from this previous semester just to stay fresh in my mind. Uh, That is the goal, but we'll see how much of that actually happens as opposed to just napping and Netflix life, but it definitely feels like it is much deserved, not just for me, but for all of my classmates as well and anyone else on their break in between semesters right now. So couldn't be happier about that. Uh, Looking back on this semester, of course, I did have my four courses, those being the ethics and professionalism, the pathophysiology course, physiology course, and of course, my favorite, anatomy. (laughs) So as you all, if you remember from a previous episode, I did end up barely making a B in anatomy. That was the killer one for this summer semester. Very, very challenging course, nine weeks only, and tons of information. It was nonstop grind. Once that ended, it was a lot easier. I felt like I had so much free time to be studying for my other classes. I didn't always use it as well as I should have the free time, but 
it, it ended up working out fine. I managed to make an A in my ethics course. That course was genuinely a pretty easy course. We did have a group ethics project via Zoom to present, to present on the last day, so it was a little nerve-wracking, but everything ended up fine. So, As well as with pathophysiology, I know some of my classmates struggled with that course. It, it was a challenging course, but for whatever reason, that was my groove this past semester. That was my favorite course. I'm genuinely interested in the course content. So studying for that test, those tests, those four tests, uh, really just blended well with my learning style. I don't know. Something really just clicked for me, and I managed to make a high A in that course. So that was definitely beneficial as well for my GPA to make up for the barely B in anatomy. And physiology was another class in which we had four grades or uh, four exams making up our entire grade. I did thankfully manage to make an A on all of those exams and hopefully the last one as well. We still haven't received our final grades in for that last test, but I have a good feeling about it. So not too shabby for my first semester. I am proud of myself. It definitely will required a lot of hard work and grinding on my part. It wasn't something easy to say the least, but definitely doable if you're willing to put in the work and show up every day. It, it is doable. So looking back on this semester, <laughs> some practical tips and things that I think might be beneficial for anyone who's starting up in PA school here soon would be if you are still online in the Zoom life, being that with COVID right now is still very much a big deal, make sure that you are muted because it seems very simple, but I there have been a handful of times, a handful of us, my classmates, who for one reason or another were not muted and ended up embarrassing themselves or like we've had people yelling at their cat or checking out of a hotel room or having side conversations like you name it it's been said accidentally when they weren't muted so that was <laughs> I'm so paranoid that's the first thing I do when I log in is I make sure that I am muted because I don't want to embarrass myself or say something <laughs> and get in trouble <laughs> so that being said if you're class is using utilizing zoom or maybe microsoft teams or another interface or platform to host the synchronous meetings and classrooms online try to get familiar with the with that platform prior to classes that way you are able to know how to mute yourself how to turn off your camera if you're allowed to do so and how to use the chat function and other key features that each each website or platform has that's definitely another thing I would recommend to you before classes start so that way you're not unfamiliar with the technology the first time you have class as I know I was because I had never really used I had never used Microsoft Teams before and Zoom 
I think I had used maybe once or twice, but I definitely was far from comfortable with it. I am now though, that being said, you do learn quickly, I think, with the new technology and the new, the new normal, as people would say. But I think that would be beneficial, just taking a little bit of time to familiarize yourself with it prior to the first day of class would definitely help you in the long run. Another practical tip I'd say that I didn't really think about was saving, if you're able to, saving up a little bit of extra cash just for some unexpected cost that go along with starting school. For example, my program, they require us to have a specific computer that is bought through the school. So that was a huge cost that I wasn't expecting. I have literally the same MacBook already, but because it wasn't through the school and it didn't have the textbooks downloaded and the specific software, everyone, all all 45 of us was required to purchase that laptop from the school. And that was almost like $3,000 almost right there. And like, like I've said before, I'm always balling on a budget. So I don't just have an extra three grand lying around to, to blow on a laptop on a regular day. That would have been helpful because as I've mentioned previously, I am utilizing student loans. However, our laptop money was due a week before the first day of school and my loans were not dispersed until maybe it was the first day of school or afterwards. So I was in a little bit of a dilemma when it came to that. So having money saved up would have saved me a little bit of stress. Uh, Also, of course, you're going to end up paying for things like your scrubs, your parking pass. If you do end up going on onto campus for in-person classrooms or lectures, Uh, even little things like your student ID, uh, your immunizations. I know I had to redo my hepatitis B series because my titer came back and I was unfortunately no longer showing immunity. So just things like that would definitely help to have a little bit of extra cash to make things not so stressful on you when it comes to financial aspects starting PA school. Another thing that helped me is that our school does have a big little program. So each of us is assigned to a big who is a student from the class ahead of us who reaches out to us via text message or email, social media, whichever you prefer. And they're just your go-to person, your line of contact in regards to any questions you have about the program, just about literally anything. And I've utilized my big. She's been very helpful to me. And just random questions that will pop up in my head, I can text her. And it's nice to get advice from someone who was just in your exact shoes a year prior and who isn't, you know employed by the school so you're not getting a biased or diplomatic response all the time so I really do appreciate that and I think that schools that utilize that that sort of program definitely it can make a difference and it's an easy way to just build at least a bond if nothing else with someone who like I said is in your shoes a year prior and understands what you're going through because Unless you've ever been in PA school, 
you just can't understand what it's like. And especially since they've been in the exact program that you are in, they get it. They get you. So our school does a good job of lining you up with someone who also is similar to you outside of school. Like I've mentioned before, I do have a daughter, so my big is also a parent. So she gets that aspect of my life as well, which is something that has also been beneficial, having another person who has been in my shoes as a mother in PA school is nice to have someone to look up to, to go to for school advice, as well as how do I balance parenting with schooling, things like that. So of course, uh, I think that when it comes to studying, I know some people have asked me how I studied to make it through anatomy, to make A's in my other courses. And I would just say that obviously everyone is different. Everyone has different learning styles and different ways that we study and succeed in our classes. So what works for me might not work for you. And when it comes to each particular class, I had to vary the way that I studied. So when it came to anatomy, that was different than the way that I studied for patho, which was different than physio, which was also different than ethics. My ethics course didn't require a whole lot of studying per se. Um, So that was nice. But when it came to anatomy, that was the chunk of my studying was devoted there while also balancing how do I study for patho and physiology. My approach for anatomy was I still do utilize Quizlet, the online flashcard making website. That helps me a lot. And just, I think, sheer exposure to the material was another big thing, whether it be utilizing my flashcards as well as my big whiteboard that I bought on Amazon, just drawing everything out, writing the high yield topics on each exam and just exposing myself again and again and again as many times to the material prior to the test so that way my brain you know could subconsciously recognize the correct answers when it came down to the multiple choice exams I don't know if that really was as beneficial as I think it was but it that's what worked for me so utilizing the Quizlet cards. I honestly didn't handwrite a ton of notes. I know that with muscle memory, handwriting, of course, is uh, research shows that that's better than typing. So that's where my whiteboard came in. I didn't want to be having to flip through a bunch of papers and a notebook. So being able to write it out on my whiteboard and then take a picture of it, erase it, and start over again that was beneficial for me as well I did go through a ton of markers so once again that Amazon Amazon Prime came in clutch with being able to buy more markers all different colors make it look cute and fun <laughs> to try to add a little bit of fun aspect to the studying process when it came to patho of course that was a different professor than anatomy so I had our lectures were asynchronous they were not live we did have a question and answer session once a week it was optional if you wish to attend and the asynchronous lectures were 
provided on a PowerPoint. He recorded himself and went over the material on the PowerPoints. For whatever reason, I find asynchronous to be better for my learning style because when they are like MP4 format, I can fast forward, I can pause, I can work at my own pace and on my own schedule. So for me, that was much preferred than the synchronous live lectures. I find it hard to focus when it's live. Obviously, I can't fast forward the, <laughs> the speakers. I can't pause them to write my notes and to truly digest what they're saying. So when it came to patho, I think I did well because it was purely asynchronous and I was able to make my Quizlet cards and study them on my own. And I know many people don't want to hear this, but <laughs> I did read the textbooks. I know some of my classmates were able to succeed without really reading the textbooks or maybe minimally doing so, so they said. However, for me, I did read. I, I felt like it, it just solidified the information for me a lot better. And it was a way that I could, once again, with the exposure thing, I could get more exposure to the material. And that was definitely beneficial for me as well. So with physio, I didn't really alter too much. Once again, the Quizlet cards, reading the textbook, and pure exposure would be the biggest thing for my success in that class as well. And another tip, is when it comes to the online thing, make sure that you're reaching out to the different online communities. On Facebook, there are several PA or pre-PA groups that you can join for free, such as the pre-PA club, or I think it's PA mentors is another one that I'm in. I think I'm in like at least three to five on there. Some are better than others, but they're all there for you to reach out to other PA students, to other pre-PAs, to actual practicing PAs, and it is, it's just another way to connect and to ask questions to people who might not even be in your school as well. Um, as well as the PA Forum, that was a website that I used more when I was in the interview process because they have specific forums on there for each school that you're applying to with information about the type, the interview style, and just a lot, really a lot of good information. I made a lot of good connections on there, even with people who ended up being my classmates now. And I met them first virtually on the PA forum. So I definitely check that out as well because the possibilities are endless in today's world with technology. There's so much going on online that the resources are, are limitless. I know some people even use Reddit. I personally haven't, but like I said, there's so many resources out there for you. So try to find them and try to utilize them. One of my classmates always has like an endless supply of resources, whether it be Ninja Nerd YouTube videos or outside books that she found. I personally don't have the time to find all these resources and go through them to see if they're good enough or not. But having a classmate who does 
and who shares them with us has been great because it adds to our resources that can help us succeed in classes. So like I said, everyone's different. Some people don't utilize the resources, others do, but you'll learn what works for you and you'll adjust as needed based on the class, based on the professor, and just based on where you are in life at the time. And the biggest thing that I would also say in regards to trying to succeed is, and what I tell myself, is just to keep showing up every day. I know imposter syndrome is a big thing. You feel like you're not good enough. Why are you here? You're not smart enough. The list goes on and on, right? But you have to just keep showing up every day, whether you feel completely overwhelmed or not. Just try your best to shut that inner voice of doubt out and to keep showing up every day despite the challenges. Let, if you don't succeed, let it be because of an outside reason and not because of you, you quit and you just stop showing up and you stop. And that can even be not just physically, but mentally. Like you need to be mentally there every day. Just take it a day at a time and you can do more than you ever thought that you could. I personally tell myself this and looking back on these past 12 weeks, I'm like, wow, how did I manage to succeed and to study and to pass these tests and on and on and on. But you would be amazed what you can do if you just keep showing up every day. Take it day by day by day and the little things add up until you're at 12 weeks and you've already finished your first semester. So I plan on continuing that mindset all the way until graduation and hopefully I can continue to succeed in PA school because that is the plan. So don't forget to take it day by day. Celebrate the little things, whether it be getting an A on your test or passing that crazy hard anatomy exam or just the fact that you woke up on time and you showed up to class and you were (laughs) paying attention. Whatever it is, you have to celebrate the little things. Take it day by day and don't give up. Keep going. You've got this. As far as next semester, which will be here in less than two short weeks. (laughs) Oh, wow. I am taking more semester hours total, but it's a little different than summer in the fact that some of our courses are only one, one and a half, two credit hours. And Some of them are even as short as only three weeks, and we have one exam that's our only grade in that course, and then we take the next course afterwards. So I will definitely keep you guys updated on how next semester compares to this semester, this past semester, how I'm doing, what those classes are like, and of course, some more relevant tips and tricks for you all. If you're curious, My courses are laboratory medicine, patient eval, behavioral medicine, the dreaded pharmacology that will take anatomy's place as the hardest, the hardest uh, class for me next semester for sure. I see that coming. Clinical research and evidence-based medicine. That's another one along with endocrinology, infectious disease, pulmonology, dermatology, 
and otolaryngology, wow, whoa, and clinical skills one. Okay, so yeah, as you can see, I have a full load for the fall semester, but like I said, some of them are only one credit hour long, so hopefully it won't be as bad as it sounds on paper, but I will keep you updated, of course, on how it goes, and we are planning on actually going in person to learn some skills with our, of course, with our patient eval and clinical skills having I think we're set to go on campus at least once or twice a week so I'm very excited to actually meet many of my classmates in person for the first time and to I am excited, of course, to get the hands-on skills started instead of just more of the book-based learning. So I will keep you guys updated on how that goes as well and as we transition more to in-person versus 100% online Zoom life. Thanks again for tuning in. I will keep you updated. I will be enjoying these two weeks off, but I look forward to being back with you all shortly. All right, see you next time.